Hello, beloved, and welcome back to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we love to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. (laughs) Today, I want to ask you this. Think about this. Are we still sinners? Make it personal. Are you still a sinner? Are you? Are we? You know, sin is the enemy of Yah, Yahuwah, or to you be the Lord or God. It's his enemy. We must live a repentant life a repentant life. In other words, whenever we sin, whenever sin shows its ugly head in our life, in your life, you must immediately repent, meaning turn from it with a changed mind, a mind not to do it again. We must immediately repent and turn from what we were sinning, what we were doing, with a mind not to do it again. I'll say this again. Sin is the enemy of our great creator, of our heavenly father. And if it's the enemy of our heavenly father, it is the enemy of our precious savior. It is the enemy of his set apart Holy Spirit as well. It is the enemy of the messengers that we call angels of the kingdom of heaven. Remember this, beloved. Food for thought. Sin did not come into the world until Satan took over. Till first, it was Satan and Eve and Adam's disobedience, which were disobedience to sin. And that brought sickness. There was no sin, sickness, or death in the world until Satan was given temporary management. He never owned, does not, didn't own the earth, just managerial. Right. Because that's what Adam and Kua, who's called Eve, they were given. They didn't own the earth. Doesn't the scripture say the earth is the footstool of the Almighty One? We were the the managers, the, the say, the landlords so to speak. Okay? Let's read 2 Corinthians 5.21. The scripture tells us we are the righteousness of Yah. Did you know that? Of God. Scripture also tells us we are seated in the Messiah. The Bible says Christ. And that's in uh, Ephesians 2, 6, and 7. And where is he? We're seated in him. Where is he? Is he still here on earth? No. He is in the third heaven, seated at the right hand of the throne of Almighty Yah. And I hope you have the wisdom to know that there can absolutely not be any sin there where he is. 
So if we are still sinners, we cannot be seated in him. And scripture says we are those who believe in him. We are seated in him. And he's seated at the right hand of the throne in the place of honor, glory, power, riches, and strength, and wisdom. Don't, like I said, don't forget. Scripture tells us that we are the raised righteousness. 2 Corinthians, and, and uh, I believe it is 521. Yes, 2 Corinthians speaks about how he who knew no sin became sin for us. So, enabling us to become the righteousness of Yah, we are seated in him. How can we still be sinners? As I was saying, getting ready to say, Yah, our Heavenly Father, made us acceptable unto himself so that he could show us his unmerited favor, which they have written and translated it as grace. And his mercy, because he loved us. His unmerited favor and mercy and love, they call grace. We are his children, made in his image. I mean, we just, we look like him, our face looks like him. He is righteousness, so he made us righteous. He is all-powerful, so he gave us power. He is the creator, so he made us creative. He has free will to do whatever he wants. Nobody tells him what to do. He has free will to do what he wants to do. And he gave us free will, the choice. He gave it to us because he made us in his image. Are we still sinners? You know, I, I probably talked about this before, but I remember here in Taiwan, I was in a very reputable church. And um, it wasn't the pastor speaking. It was a guest speaker, one from America, got up having all the people in the church say, I'm trash. We are just trash. I want to say it. Say it. I'm trash. And we, Father, help us. We're just trash. I could not believe it. I was sitting there. I said, I'm not trash. I'm the righteousness of God. That's what I was saying. And the people sitting next to me were giggling. I said, no, uh-uh. This man must be crazy. And then he's walking down the aisle. And he's like, mm, look at me. Do you know Jesus? Kind of, you know, under his breath. Like, Buddy, I know him better than you do. You don't know him. You know, I was holding myself, trying to be nice. And, you know, it was in my church. And the pastor of the church is a good friend, like family to me. I'm sure the pastor had to do uh, damage control after this minister left. Wherever he came from, from America, he should take his trash. That was trash he was speaking. It took all I had not to jump up and, 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 and speak against it. See, at that time, I was just walking as an evangelist. Now, in the position that the fathers put me in as a, a prophetess, as an apostle, oh yes, I would have jumped up. Now, I probably would have excused myself from the church. I would have told him, that is not right. I rebuke that and you too, sir. Because we are the righteousness. The scripture says, evidently, you do not know the scripture. 
And they were all like robots, like, like dumb sheep. We are trash. I am just trash. Can you believe that? And, you know, they're really polite here. They, I know the pastor wants to stop it, but it's like they'll wait until afterwards. You know, no, you have to do damage control. Sometimes you just got to say, hey, uh-uh, nope, right now, no. Let me stop this right now. People, this is not true. I do not stand for this. This is not, that's what I would have done. There's no way he would have been te- telling, teaching people in my congregation that you're just trash and get away with it. All right. Oh, you see, I got a little excited about that. Okay, let's pick up. I'm gonna, I want to read Exodus 34:7. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin. But I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents up on their children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. Someone says, so see, that means we're still sinners. Did you read the first part? I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin. See, when you have repented and turned, you're forgiven. As a matter of fact, we should repent for what our ancestors done. People think, oh, we shouldn't. Yes, I have played prayers, excuse me, repentive prayers for what my ancestors did. I even pray for my descendants. Because you see here, he forgives the sin, but he says, but I do not excuse the guilty. If, you are, if you're living wrong and sinning, think about this food for thought and you don't repent and turn listen to these words I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and grandchildren the entire family is affected even children in the third and fourth generations now grant you this is before Yahusha the savior called Jesus but in order to only way that you can receive what he's done for us is through true repentance. And you cannot say he's your master, your 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 king, or your as the Bible says, your Lord and Savior, and you have not repented for your sins. I know people they pray and beg him to forgive. You don't have to beg him to forgive. We don't even you know, actually we don't even have to ask him to forgive our sins. Listen now. The sins, all the sins of the world were paid for. He paid for the sins of the world already, past, present, and future. Now, but we should give thanks and say, Father, thank you for paying for all my sins. I recognize this is sin that I, what I've done. This is a sin I've committed, and I thank you that it's already paid for because your Son is my is my Master. He's my Savior. He's my Redeemer, and He paid for what I've done so I receive your forgiveness I recognize it as my sin being paid for and I receive it in the name of your beloved son the one who you made me acceptable unto yourself through him hallelujah now see that's the way I do now some will say you know what do you mean I mean we're asking him to do something that he's already done 
you know, you see, the grace of Yah has appeared to for the one who forgives sins, and the grace of Yah has, has appeared to all men. The one who brings salvation, that is what, uh, Titus 2.11, the one who brings salvation, the grace of Yah, he's the grace of Yah, what is grace? The grace is unmerited favor. Really, it's the unmerited favor, forgiveness, and mercy, and love of the Father. Has appeared to all men, all mass murderers, Hitler, uh, Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> all of them. But if they don't turn, repent for their sins, and come and acknowledge Him as their Master and Savior, they don't get it. They go right to hell. It's the rejection of the one who paid for your sins that sends you to hell. Not your sin. Because they are all paid for. So don't you think it's kind of stupid to go to hell? It's ignorant people who are so... <laughs> anyway, food for thought. Something to think about. That's what this channel is all about, right? Let's read another one. Ephesians 3.20 I'll read from the TPT. Never doubt Yah's, it, it said God's, mighty power to work in you. He will achieve infinitely, infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. Your imagination is your thoughts meditated on. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes. As my brother would say, that's good reading, sis. That's some good eating. <laughs> Waiting the bands of London. He's in paradise with the Savior. And I'm with my mother and both my sisters, hopefully. Anyway, continuing on, reading Philippians 1, 6. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. <laughs> he will be faithful to complete it. So we can, we can trust him to do what he said he was going to do. He made us acceptable unto himself through his beloved son. But we have the choice. We have free will to where we can go against this good work and stay wretched, stay stay evil. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I don't know if you heard it. That was my little one, little Teddy. He made it to his 17th birthday. He's still here. He's fighting to live, and I'm trying to be there for him as long as he's trying to live. I want him to. Anyway, let's go on to uh, yeah. We 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 read Philippians one six. He who began a good work and you will be faithful to complete it, and he does not break his word. Let's read Isaiah, which is Yahshiahu, Isaiah forty three eighteen nineteen. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold. I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. 
Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Hallelujah. Now I know this is Old Testament, but think about you can think about it this way. Remember ye not the former things. Consider them old, right? Because when we come to Yahusha, when we call Jesus, you know we we are new creation. He said, Behold, I will do a new thing. What did he do? He get he let his word become flesh and dwell among us. And then let him pay our sin debt and take all sickness and disease upon him. Say, now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness. And what about our Savior? Where was he tested at by Satan? In the wilderness. After fasting, he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. See, that's when the devil came to him. The enemy came to him. After 40 days, I mean, 40 days, that's when you're really weak. You're weak because 41 days, that's starvation. 40 days, no eating, you're not starving. But 41 days. And he made rivers for us in the desert because that's where he said, get behind me, Satan, for it is written. Now you live by the, by the word of Father only. And worship only the, the Almighty, the Father. We can think about it that way. You know, food for thought. Are you sinners? Are we still sinners? If we're still sinners, then everything he did on that tree, everything he went through, every lash they beat him with, every nail they pierced him with was for nothing. If we're still sinners. Yah forbid. We are the apple of Yahuwah's eye. We are the righteousness of Yahuwah, the righteousness of our Heavenly Father. You may call him Jehovah, or you may refer to him by his pagan title, the Lord. Not his pagan, a pagan title. You know, he says, you will not call me Lord. One day you will call me by my name. <laughs> well, they put Baal in there, but um, Lord is one of the meanings for Baal. Hmm. Food for thought, something to think about. And he said, my name. If you want to look at it this way, Lord is not a name. God is not a name. Those are titles. He said, my name. He's always talking about his name. But yet certain people, we, <laughs> the sons of Cain, will tell you that his name is too holy to speak. Because they know their power in his name. All right. Again, I want to ask you, what do you say? I mean, this is, this is a question for you to ask yourself. Do you see yourself as a sinner? Now, don't get me wrong. You will sin. I will sin. We do sin. But as Paul says, no longer I that sin, but my sinful nature. We are not sinners. But we will because we are in imperfect flesh. We are, our spirits are sinless when we come to him. But our flesh is sinful. You know, and our soul, it, you know, we, that's what our soul, our mind, that's what we have to be transformed to get a new, new mind, a new soul. You know, our thoughts, emotions, emotions, we, we can let that be ran by our flesh or by our spirit. We are a spirit. We have a soul, a brain, intellect, emotions, feelings thoughts, and we live in a body, the flesh. 
You keep thinking you are that flesh, the one that's sinning. That's not you. That's just the house you live in. That's your earth suit, okay? I like to think of it that way. Your earth suit. You've got to start seeing yourself as how the Father says. How he made you acceptable unto himself. You didn't accept him. You didn't even come to him on your own. No one could come to the Father except he be called. And then he made us acceptable unto himself through his beloved. He did it all. We just had the good sense to answer the call. That's all. Now I hear so many times, well, I, I, I found the Lord and he was never missing. <laughs> no, he found you in your sin. Jesus, no, dear, he made you acceptable. How are you going to accept? He is master. He is king. Whereas you want to call some, you call him Lord. He is ruler. Really master. When they say um, he's ruler, you can say instead of Lord of Lords, ruler of rulers. He's king of kings. He's the savior. He's the only begotten son of Yah. He is whether you accept him or not. Whether I accept him or not, he is. We didn't, he does not need our acceptance, but we sure need his. Something to think about, huh? Food for thought. And you know, on uh, Heart to Heart, I did a message on your thoughts and seeing how powerful our thoughts are because our our thoughts are the most powerful things we own, our mind and our thoughts. And like I say, whoever has your mind, whoever has your thoughts, has you. As a matter of fact, I think it would be it'd be nice if you listen to that message on heart to heart. Call your thoughts. All right. Okay, beloved, this is not a long message, but just want you to know you are not a sinner. You are the apple of Yah's eye. You are the righteousness of Yah is seated in Yahusha. You are seated in the third heaven, in the Savior who's seated at the right hand of the throne. You are a joint heir of Yah with his son, the king of kings. You are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. You are an ambassador, a representative of the king of the kingdom of heaven. And the government, which is the kingdom. You're not a sinner. You were a sinner and you were saved by grace through the faith of. Listen, the faith of. Of Yahushua, not faith in him, the faith of, of his faith. And now you are his, the righteousness of his father in him. Ah. Don't forget that. Okay, beloved. I hope this gave you something to think about, a little food for thought. Whether you uh, disagree, we can agree to disagree. But this is food for thought. Look into it. Pray about it. All right. So, beloved, until we meet again. Yeah, willing, of course. And I live to do so. I pray that I do. Shalom. Peace be with you.